Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Caroline Stanbury, star of The Real Housewives of Dubai, entrepreneur, wife, and mother of three, once divorced and now remarried to a much younger man, uncut and uncensored with Caroline Stanbury follows me as I live my life unapologetically and shows you that there is life after 40. I'm here to let you know that not only is there a life after divorce, but you have the power to make it your best one yet, just like I did. So buckle up and join me for the wild ride. So welcome back to another episode of Uncut and Uncensored with Caroline Stanbury. And today I thought I would discuss, well, female entrepreneurs and what that kind of looks like. If I'm really honest, my life, well, those of you who've followed me since London to here, my life looks completely bloody different. And I've always said, you know, I get asked all the time, how did you do this? How did you do that? And there's no, you know, there is no sort of direct path to being an entrepreneur. In fact, being an entrepreneur is like make a zillion mistakes and one kind of works. Pivoting, I think pivoting is key and seeing your life in different ways and not getting stuck. And actually, I was listening to someone this morning and she was saying, you know, if you live in the same house and you live, live in the same place and you do the same things, it's very hard to change your life. You know, we all look at other people and go, well, how did she do that? And she moved to Dubai or she moved to New York. And I did all of those things, by the way, and never looked back which gave me growth. I met new people. I had to get put, you know, my feet on the ground. When I moved to Dubai, I didn't know anyone. I'd only ever been to the Four Seasons for like, you know, a holiday on the way to another holiday. So like, I had no idea. And so when you're thrown into places like this, you kind of have to sink or swim like anything. And being an entrepreneur is exactly that. There is no, you know, business Bible that sort of hits people and that, you know, they're great at business and you're not. That just isn't true. And there are plenty of people out there that have been homeless or had terrible stories, had nothing in the bank and made millions. In fact, probably more of those than there are with backgrounds like mine that were born with silver spoons in their mouth because those people have either inherited or, you know, they've got the lazy bone, right? They feel like, you know, the family owes them something or daddy's going to pass away eventually and leave them a bucket full of money, which I always think, you know, trust fund kids are probably... I feel sorry for them, really. You know, I did inherit some money, but I mean enough to buy a house and pay my bills. And I gave some of it to my brothers and sisters. So, you know, nothing to, you know, it was just a nice start, but I had to work. But, you know, I think, and I've always loved to work, by the way, the hustle is, I, I think I would actually shrivel up and die if I didn't have the hustle. I mean, you know, the hustle's what keeps us going. The hustle is something, you know, it looks different at every stage of your life, by the way. Like, I don't want to hustle like I hustled in my 20s, that's for sure. I don't want to have such a big business as I had in my 30s. I don't want to work for people anymore. And that that's a wonderful place to be, by the way, to know exactly where you want to be. You know, when I was in my 30s, all I wanted was a private island, a private jet, and ridiculous things. You know, I had a huge house in London. I had a driver. I had the ridiculous Range Rover with a stupid kit. You know, all of these kind of things. I was in Chanel every other day. And that's not to say I don't live well now. I do. And I still love my as people. I'm, you know, I'm not a completely reformed woman. But they don't matter as much. Like if it's between that and like, you know, last week my daughter wanted some ridiculous sweater from Prada. You know, I think about it and I swapped. And, you know, she she can have it, right? Or... I now run my whole business. My business is me, right? So people always go to you, well, what do you do now? Oh, you know, well, 
we don't understand what you do. Well, my whole business and the way I look, the way I feel, the what, what I do. Oh, you're always in hair and makeup. Well, that's part of who I am. That's what I do, right? If I was in the same outfit with no hair and makeup for the next six Instagram posts, none of you would follow me. Even if I wasn't earning the money from the Instagram, right? The Instagram gets me eyes on my new business that's coming is Bust the Label, right? So the Bust the Label, which is all the health gummies that myself and Sergio have been taking for a long time. And, you know, I've got way more, that's so funny, into the sort of health and wellness space, not because I've gone all gaga and crossed over to the dark side, simply because feeling good about myself means I can work better. So, you know, I've just made time for myself. I've made, I've changed things where I used to go, I would do my nails in meetings, right? I would be in, when I had gift library, I was so fucking stressed out. I would have someone under the table giving me a pedicure, someone over the table giving me a manicure whilst having my hair done, whilst interviewing somebody. I mean, I promise you, like if you are actually, Dee Hilfiger was one of them. If you ask her, she actually said to me, who the fuck do you think you are? Cleopatra, I've never had someone do this whilst I'm in a meeting. And because I never had any time. But I, I realize now that I set myself up for that. And I think female entrepreneurs, we are so driven to be better than the boys. And, and, and to do everything, right? Because, you know, we're meant to dress sexy, go to the work, go to work, be in a suit or be dressed down, not too sexy so that men take us seriously, not too frumpy so that we don't look like we're a boss bitch. We have our shit together. And that's how I was, right? I was playing this huge role. And it is a role because as I've said many times before, nobody knows anything when they start a business. Nobody, okay? To be able to do things from hindsight a lot further on is amazing. But even starting another business now, it's got nothing to do with my last one other than they're both on, they both revolve around the internet. So like other than sales, I'm not really sure what I'm taking away from my gift library days. I do know other than that, I know what I want and what I don't want. And I'm very happy for Shopify to do the rest of the work for me, frankly. You know, I don't want giant offices, but back in the day, or it was everything to me. Everything to have these giant offices, which were beautifully done. I loved going to work. I'd get into the car in the morning. It would be my safe haven from the kids. I'd be like, bye bye, everyone. Back of my car, work. I had this wrestler, like he was a cage fighter that drove me to work every day. And I just felt like I felt like the shit. I mean, I would go to Paris Fashion Week and, you know, spend so much money. I mean, I, I just had the wonderful time. I was living my best life, but it was my best life then. You know, if you wanted, if you offered me that life back now, I wouldn't even know what to, I don't remember her. And it's so funny because I think about different phases of my life in completely different ways. I mean, I barely remember when I moved here and had my house down the road from Albarari and who I was then, because I went through so many different versions of me. And I think, that has been so amazing. The funny thing is, and one consistency is, where I am now, I've always dreamt about. And you know I'm a big one on vision boards and manifestation, and I've always seen this life. And I know it's a lot smaller, and some of you will go, oh, she lost her money. Or some of you go, oh, you know, she hasn't got anything or done anything. This is where I am today, is the most comfortable, relaxed version of myself I've ever had. Like, all of those other things, I was a slave to. I don't need a bigger home than I'm in. It couldn't, this house is interior designed within an inch of its life. If I put one more thing into this house, it won't be ring for anything else, including us. You know, it is my dream doll's house. I mean, not doll's house. It's still, it's actually really big. It's, I don't know why I'm going on like that, but I'm used to living in the country. It's, you know, a great side, don't get me wrong, but I've never lived in a community. I'm loving that. All things that were the English, we snotty English, like when you make any money in England, you sort of have to have a country pile, darling. And if you, can't, if you can see your neighbors, you definitely haven't made it. Now I'm in this like 8,000 square foot, with 7,500 square foot house, I guess, which is still big by any standards. And it's kind of like a townhouse, right? And I'm looking at, I can see people, they can see me. I, you know, I definitely have to close the curtains at night. And I'm thinking, this is wonderful. I remember, do you know how many times in the countryside house that I've worked my entire life and thought that I'll be happy if I just have this giant fuck-off mansion? And then realized that now I'm alone. I'm alone in the countryside with no one here. 
And if something goes wrong, who's going to help me? I know if I scream out the window here, 10 people will come. So, you know, everything has pros and cons. So be careful what you wish for. So let's take a little break from the show. And this is something really, really relevant to me and Sergio right now, because when I started podcasting, an online store and brand wasn't really top of my priority list. Um, But now I'm selling or about to sell online. And it's so easy, all because I use Shopify. That's the sound of a new sale being made by me and Sergio while we sleep. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. So from launching your shop online, which is where we are, it's your first real life store, really, all the way to we just did a million dollars in sales. Shopify is here to make you grow. I mean, that's crazy, isn't it? That literally you can wake up one day having done a million dollars worth of sales, not even realize. Whether you're a scented soap or outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever you are, whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. It turns your browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to any other leading commerce platform. Sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify's magic. It just takes all the pain out of growing a business. Shopify is your no-excuse business partner. Sell without needing a code or design. Just bring your best ideas to Shopify and they'll help you open shop. I mean, this is a crazy stat that I really had no idea, but Shopify actually powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and it's Shopify's global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs every size across 175 countries. I mean, you know, I can't wait to get Bust the Label onto Shopify and let them do all the heavy lifting. So sign up for the $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dnd all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dnd now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dnd. That's the sound of a new sale. Let's get back to the show. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. I've also decided in my new life, like I've taken up Pilates. Some of you can see like tomorrow, actually tomorrow I'm going to go and get my hormones checked. I talked about, you know, looking at menopause. I never prioritized me in the last, in my last life, I suppose. I think shopping was my addiction because shopping was the only thing that I could, you know, control and have delivered to me, right? I had nannies, driver, 80 or 70 something staff to worry about bills to pay, husband who was in and out. So, you know, essentially you take over everything, which happens a lot with women, right? Because women, we, we kind of feel like we have to do the man's job and we have to do the woman's job and we have to do everything better than the man could possibly do it. You know, and actually it's bloody impossible. Something's got to give. Back then I had a great PA Rania, who's still around, she's moved to Dubai, actually, funny enough, but oddly enough, not to work for me. But my old one, Megan's just come back as well. So that's great. So that's, I, I, I'm not very good at change. I am somebody who now prioritizes me completely over money, over anything. Like I pro- prioritize my sanity. If I have a crazy, crazy day, 
I then need like at least half a day off the next day or to sleep in or to make sure my gym is three times a week minimum to make sure that, you know, I feel good about myself, that I'm not run down, that, you know, now I'm really good at like, well, I guess because I've got Sergio, we kind of like run the load together. And I've said it before, and I never thought of it before until I met him, obviously, that I would ever work with a husband because I'm a control freak. And, you know, free female entrepreneurs, we're, we're men, essentially. We're men with boobs. And it's really difficult to be with somebody like us because our minds work in crazy ways. I'm ADD, I think. You know, I can't concentrate on anything. I can't sit down and read a book. I'm trying to get better at it. I'm trying to make real changes to my life now, such as not to look at my phone an hour and a half. To, I mean, these are basic things that everybody knows, by the way, and I do know I should have been done. I told you all that I've taken news off my phone. That has been absolutely amazing. And actually, I had a couple of peaks the other day and I was like, and I, what happened? I just saw this morning, this poor couple just got run over and some, I don't know, it was just the first thing I opened again. And I, I just closed it off again. And I was like, okay, but why do I, you know, you're absolutely right. You don't need to feed it to yourself. Like, I love my little bubble. So what I try and do now is I wake up in the morning, I put my music on through my bedroom and my closet. And then I, even though it's boiling, I open the window because I can hear the river run outside my house and something so calming about the river, just that noise. And I have a little fountain the other side in my garden that, that I also hear, but I, I put that up on the morning and water just calms me immediately. And I try to sort of visualize, I used to get so pent up in business because I wanted everything. And I wanted to beat everyone. And I think my business journey was probably more about proving myself to everybody else than really loving the business. Because actually the business I had, the styling business and the shopping business was probably my favorite business, but that grew so big. And then when people kept offering me money to do gift library, I think my ego just got involved. And I think ego is the thing that brings us all crashing. And I do try and police myself a lot. And I've said that to you before. I have this amazing ability of like catching myself and like this little, this little Caroline sort of hovers above me and goes, no, you're being a bitch or no, you're only doing this because somebody's dangled a carrot of some money in front of you, but genuinely is your heart in it. And I've also learned along the way, it's really funny because the things that I really thought I wanted and pushed for aren't necessarily the things that you needed or got. So the things that I've really like, I mean, I, I, I pushed for so many businesses since I've been here and really, you know, spent time doing it and then understood that wasn't going to work and hung on for longer than I should have because ego and pride told me that's what I had to do. Whereas the ones that I wasn't sure about that have organically just grown, you're like, oh, how did that happen? You know are the ones that I, I didn't know I was that excited about. But actually now I'm so excited. So I've just, I've just learned to organically pivot to what the universe, in a way, is showing you because you are being guided. There's no way I could have met Sergio without being guided there. There's no way I could have had Gift Library gone all the way through and, and got through my court case, got moved to Dubai, gone back onto reality TV, started a podcast that, you know, all of you supported for so long now. I mean, the journey's just been insane and incredible. And there's so many twists and turns that, you know, it's not like I just, you know, did gift library and became this giant internet entrepreneur who run a massive business for almost 10 years, by the way. You know what I mean? So like I, in that, in that respect, if I wasn't an entrepreneur, when that had crumbled, I, I should still have started another internet business like this, or I should have gone in that one direction because that's all I knew. I never, I'd never spoken on a podcast. I'd never, I mean, I did the reality TV thing, but I was in Dubai. Like, I mean, how did I know that housework is going to come here or that, you know, I would start Bust the Label because now at my age, I'm starting to feel amazing. And I want to show, share with you guys out there how, how and why I feel amazing. Or for different things, problems that we have as women, as you get older, like hair loss or stress, you know, so I created all these formulas and pills to sort of help things that I needed and then wanted to share them with you. Now, my latest business venture is 
doing the online courses with you guys because I understood that it's not about like being amazing at everything. I think it's about teaching people the key to unlocking their own potential, right? And the key of being able to get you behind yourself, be your biggest cheerleader. Because at the end of the day, nobody's going to hand you anything, anything. And I think that's a big mistake. I mean, working here, I've really realized because obviously we're in the sun. This is a very transient city. There's a load of models. There's a lot of money. There's a lot of this fake lifestyle. There's a lot of fake people. And so I think that, you know, you need to understand and see who's real and who's not. And I've understood that, you know, people come here to pretend. People come here to lose themselves. And I think when you lose yourself, it's so important to be able to find yourself again because we all go through stages where we want to be someone else. Trust me. Like, and I, you know, there's no one, uh, you, you're all a liar if you haven't looked at somebody else and said, I wish I was them or, you know, or re try to reinvent yourself after something else went south, be it a marriage, be it a career, you know, you're like, okay, I'm going to like leave my 10 year career and go and get into property development, by the way. And here, by the way, anyone can be a property developer at this point. I think my most successful venture to date has been this house. So, you know, th that, that wasn't meant to be so. You know, I was bloody lucky. Bloody lucky. I mean, the property market's gone up like 400%. It's insane. If I hadn't got in then, and I could not have made this money working anywhere. So do I want to do it again? Yes. Do I think of a property developer? Absolutely not. But kind of am now. Kind of a mini one. You know, my house is all over the place. I was speaking to my marble people yesterday and they were like, people just keep coming in with pictures of your house asking for the same. So, you know, I'm like, oh, fine. I'll do another one. How fun. Is that my job? No, but I'm an entrepreneur. And that, I think, is the key. Believe in yourself, right? I mean, where the money comes from in the end doesn't really matter, does it? As long as we're all paying the bills and I have a great life. I couldn't care less if it's my podcast paying for it. My pill's paying for it. You know, the house is paying for it. I'm attached to nothing. If someone walks into this house tomorrow and offers me the right amount of money, I will walk out with my suitcase. Just putting that out there. Literally, my suitcase. You can take the furniture. And that's what an entrepreneur does, right? Do I love this house? Absolutely adore this house. Adore this house. Like, I mean, this is the most comfortable and happy and relaxed I've been in years. Absolutely years. Everything in here was built with love. But I still leave if they get the right price for it. And I think that kind of drive and sort of, it's, it's that hard, hardness, isn't it, in a way. It's so funny because I'm very good friends with two, two sisters. And one of them, I actually, when my girlfriend suggested that I sell this house and, and I was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. You know, so I called one of the sisters and I said, what do you think? And she goes, oh, gosh, no, Caroline. You know, you've taken two, two years to build it and look how happy you are and you were moving around, you know. And she's like, you're nuts. No, prioritize peace. And then I called her sister and she's like, fuck that. No, for that price, you get out. You get out now. Take the money and run. So it's so funny how different, different people are. And I'm going to go with her because at the only, I, I have to bet on me, right? You know, if, if you're born with a giant bank balance or trust fund or whatever, and you just know that you're going to get a certain amount every year of your life forever, then great. But you know, there are certain things that I want to keep going. I want to keep growing and seeing myself and grow when I've been through quite a difficult time in my life, divorce, hadn't sold the country yet, the court case, all of these things come to an end and then seeing my rebuild and it happening, even though I feel it slowly, it's really not that slowly, it's quite fast. For me, you know, I'm busy tapping myself on the shoulder, but I'm still not giving myself enough credit. You know, I'm like, I kind of need to have a, like a giant fucking party for myself because no one else is going to do it, right? No one's going to tap you on the shoulder and go, Caroline, you know, or whoever you are, you're amazing. No one. Look how far you've come this week, which is why, by the way, or this year, sorry, I love the vision boards. Not because you like put the pictures on the board and suddenly this magic just happens. I mean, you know, in some ways it does, in some ways it doesn't, because obviously, you know, it's not instantaneous. You don't put the pictures and suddenly you're like in your dream life. But what happens is as you're visualizing it and seeing it every day, the steps become less 
hard to take because you see it. And I don't know how it programs the brain. I'm, you know, I'm by no means a therapist or a psychologist. But I understand that that's, you know, that takes the scary out of steps sometimes. So if you see it in front of you, you can see how to get there and you can see the things you want and you can touch the things you want every morning and you can tell yourself you're going to get them. I understand how it programs you to go get them. And I think the most satisfying thing is slowly in the year, just like ticking each thing off. And you'll be amazed by the end of the year how many things have actually changed for you. And then by having the ticks, even though like, you know, your friends love you. And if you're an entrepreneur and you're cleverer than them and they're not going through a great time, you know, you, you know, you kind of go, oh, look, you know, got my new house. Oh, look, got my new job, got my dream job. They kind of go, oh, yeah, you know, great. You know, you don't really want to do that because I kind of feel like even if they don't mean it, it's like this evil eye out there. I, I try to say as little as possible until anything is done now because I know my friends love me, but genuinely, like, they can't, you can't help but sort of wince for yourself, can you? It's like if you have friends that get something that you've ever wanted and, you know, or maybe miss the Dubai bubble because everyone was on this bubble right now and everybody got in and like some people did, weren't able to. And I, I get that. You'd be kind of like a little bit disappointed because it's like the craziest, easiest money anyone could have made. And all of these things that maybe you miss or whatever, you know, your friends don't hate you. They just, it's hard to be so happy for you, right? So when you learn to be happy for yourself and be your biggest cheerleader, you don't need the, I don't know, the cheers from everybody else. And you see it. You see it from people. People want to, they want to be gracious towards you, but, but, they, but people genuinely aren't because automatically we're brought up to be competitive. We're automatically brought up to want more. Nobody's very happy where they are. And it doesn't, and, and, and by the way, I've understood because I have a lot of successful rich friends, a lot. And I've understood that it's not just for the masses, by the way. So everyone sits out there going, if I was rich, I'd be happy. Bull fucking shit. Same, same day, different problems. Okay? And that's the truth. Same day, different problems. And that really is important to understand. So let's take a little break from the show. And let's face it, the summer isn't the only time we get body odor. We can be just as smelly in the fall with our sweaters than any other time of year. And I'm ex so excited now to tell you about Lumi whole body deodorant for pits, privates, and beyond. For me, this is a game changer. I have three teenagers in the house and I don't care how much you teach them about hygiene, the house smells, especially after sports and everything else. So Lumi deodorant was created by an OBGYN who discovered odor isn't just an armpit thing. It's an all over thing. So she developed Lumi, a pH-optimized deodorant that's clinically proven to control odor everywhere for up to 72 hours. So fall can be fresh too, and so can my kids, thank God. They have a new special offer for my listeners. Use this code um, to get $5 off Lumi's starter pack with code UNCUT. And in the starter pack, it comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like a mini body wash or deodorant wipes and free shipping. So you can't do better than that, can you? So go to lumideodorant.com, L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. What do I love about Lumi? Well, again, it just takes the complexity out of personal hygiene, especially with children, because they can just rub it under their arms on their privates. It's safe for all over the body and it's perfect and easy. It's like a one-stop shop for your whole body. It goes into your belly button, your butt cracks, wherever else, your feet. Children always get smelly feet, especially after football. It was created by an OBGYN. Love that. You know, um, they know what they're doing. Aluminium free, baking soda free, paraffin free, pH balance for safe use below the belt. And it's clinically proven to control odor better than any other shower soap. So you can't really beat that, can you, ladies? As far as I'm concerned, this is the new one for me. So 
As a special offer for my listeners, new customers get $5 off Lumi starter pack with code uncut at lumideodorant.com. That equates to 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code uncut. Let's get back to the show. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. What you feel is the end of the world to you could be on the scale of, like, you know, off the charts for somebody else, right? You may have to have a mortgage, a loan, a business account, whatever. Well, don't think that rich people don't have that. They have that, you know, but like way bigger mortgages, way big, one thing goes wrong, the house of cards falls down. You know, sometimes your nice life with a little bit less stress, you know, and less Birkins and one less car is a better life. You know, that's something you need to work out. And I worked it out at the age, you know, I am now. Nobody could make me want a massive company right now. Nobody. The whole reason of Bali for Sergio was because we want a quieter life. We want to build the villas and go and sort of live over there between here and there and have like that be the complete opposite to the ridiculous shallow life we live over here. And to be able to have that balance so that we can still go over there and appreciate each other because so many men and women are divorcing today because nobody appreciates each other. And even husbands and wives, especially when you're entrepreneurs, people, are in competition with each other. Nobody looks at, because divorce is so rife, by the way, we're all looking at each other like, well, it's going to end. So like, I need to protect myself. I need to protect my wealth. I need to protect, you know, everything I've built. He's not getting anything, which is a terrible way to be in a relationship because you're always worried. What if, right? Because look at the world. It's not lasting. All the, all the people we thought would last aren't lasting. Being an entrepreneur and starting a business, it's like you need to be able to do that every bloody day of the week, right? You need to look at yourself. And I think where people keep going, oh my God, she's doing that now, or she can do that now. Or, you know, what gives, what makes her think that from having an internet company, she's able to launch a gummy brand, right? Well, nothing. Other than me, I think I can. Me, I know all of you guys out there will think I look good and will, you know, support me. What makes me think that I can, I can help other women? Well, I know I, how many women I help every day talking to you guys. Why wouldn't I turn this into a course or a business? Because, you know, the biggest steps that women do in life to fail is doubt themselves. You know, doubting yourself means you never take the first step. You know, be that in a divorce or a career or, you know, motherhood or whatever it is, right? If you don't take the first step, you will never take the next step. And whatever that step looks like, to form a business, you don't need millions in the bank. And I think people have forgotten that. And I'm, I'm looking now at plenty of women who has, haven't worked and they need to s support themselves. It really is business for dummies now. Anyone can start a business. Like you find a product, you put it on, I don't know, Etsy or whatever it is or Shopify and wake up in the morning and it's sold. Okay, obviously it's a little bit more complex than that, but it can be as simple as that is my point. That 
you know, when, when people get overwhelmed, that's what stops them. The thought of like, well, you know, I don't know, there's a million gummy brands. Well, why would people pick mine? I'm not, oh, then, okay, I'm not going to do it. There's a million, you know, organization. Like I look at those funny things on Amazon and everything organizes the house. And I always, I'm one of those people that wants everything on those stupid ads, right? But that's my point. That's amazing. Like I, I'll look at anything on there. I found a, a thing to hang my feet on a plane the other day. And I was like, if I was in economy, I was laughing. And I was thinking to buy it. I mean, I find back stretches and stuff I really don't need, but I want to buy it. So like, all you have to do is go and find a product like that. And it doesn't mean even today that you have to go to China. You don't. Like, and then you repackage it and then you put it on the internet. The internet is a tool. Like there is no reason that anyone with a brain can't have a business. Does that mean you're going to be a multimillionaire in a week? No, of course not. Okay. Someone might be, but no, generally not. But you might, you know, might make a nice living or it might be a nice top up to your job until it becomes a living. Or it might, you know, buy you a couple of nice handbags in a month so that you can have a, have a luxury or your nails done if you, you can't afford luxuries. You know, you, you don't have to think like that you're going to be the new Netta Porte. Or you don't have to think as big as that. And I think that's why when people say, I'm going to start a business, they panic. Why well, don't have any money? How am I going to get it? What am I going to do? You know, and there's so many questions that they just sit back down again because they can't see to the next step because it's just so confusing. There's so many options. And then, of course, when they run the ideas, buzz people, people always poo poo them. That always happens. You know, and it happens in every stage, right? I mean, I had a gift site and I remember some girls used to go, oh, I hate your packaging. Other girls would be like, like the best thing about yours is the boxes, right? And at the beginning, I would take the criticism so on board and like, oh my God, you know, well, they're like, can't you change this or do this? And I'm like, oh my God, I've just ordered 15,000 from China. There is no way I can change anything. No, there isn't. So like, if you know that I'm, my packages have just arrived, why can't you just say lovely? Like, just grin and bear it because I can't change it. So, and there's like constructive criticism and then there's criticism. So, you know, and you genuinely know who those people are in your life anyway. So like, there's always someone that's done it bigger and better than you. And weirdly, the ones that really had achieved something aren't the ones that threw the criticism. It's normally the ones that are sitting at home and haven't achieved anything or moved to the next, any next step. So watching you achieve upsets them subconsciously, not consciously, subconsciously, because subconsciously they'd like to be able to do it too. Because, you know, being a female entrepreneur is pretty fucking incredible. You have done everything. You can, you can run your accounts. A lot of women can't. You can, you know, hire people. The, the, the level of world experience you get, that's what, it, that's what running a business is, by the way. It's not being the best in your field. It's knowing something about everything, right? You know HR, you know rents or buying a building, you know, so property, you know, accounts, you know, VAT, you know a bit about everything, everything. You can't run a business unless you're dabbling in all of that. How to read a CV. I mean, they're common things, but you'd be amazed how many women don't have these skills. And I've always said, these are skills for life. These are things that I want to tell all of you in these courses, you know, and, and try and, you know, shake a few of you and just say, as I said, when you speak to me on this podcast or in private, you know, I want to shake you and say, take this knowledge, never stop learning. You know, I used to think that the newspaper, reading the paper, because that's what my dad always told me, was where I was going to gain my knowledge. Absolutely not, it's not. I've gone lately, I'm, I'm trying to go back to reading books. Okay, that's my new thing. So I've now got rid of the newspaper. I've gone back to Pilates three days a week and I am doing two days of weight training. And I am now trying to build my workouts into my day completely. So, you know, be it, I try and get up in the morning because my team works from home. So I get up in the morning and I've streamlined my team, by the way. So I had a person for everything. And I've understood that the lack of control from me doesn't make a business better. It makes it worse, right? So I'm actually more involved now than I have been in a long time. And so, you know, Sergio and the girls and me, we all sit downstairs in the morning. We run through the day. 
that's when I head out to Pilates just for an hour and I take my little golf buggy and off I go and come back down. And I love it. The kids are home by three, so I'm here. And, you know, because I travel a lot, like I'm about to go to Los Angeles now for Housewives and I'll be gone almost a month. I have already told you guys I'm going to do my face. So watch this space. It's very, very exciting. I'm, oh, I actually don't even know how I'm going to record when I've done that. But anyway, I'm sure I can. But these are things I'm doing for me. But I'm now prioritizing my day. So obviously when I do filming, you, you get no life, none. So, you know, you're at someone else's beck and call. So like now that I'm off, you know, my days revolve around me. My, my husband thinks I'm a princess. And, you know, again, as a female entrepreneur, because I'm 10 or 20 years older than Sergio, you know, he now technically, I suppose, works for me, right? Which is a very odd position for husband and wife, but plenty of people do it. And actually, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. I was dead against it dead against it but I can't hire someone like Sergio there's no one that's going to get me like Sergio does or, or or take my moods any any woman any woman who's a female entrepreneur and has children is probably a dragon an absolutely fire breathing nightmare and then throw my age and my inability of to want to bend these days or the fact that I'm always right it must be very hard as a husband very hard and the funny thing is, a lot of you have always teased me about, you know, my child bride in a way. But actually, that's why it works. Because he's so willing. He's a sponge. He's so willing to listen to me. You know, and that, that, that's why we work. Because as a female entrepreneur before, you know, any of you guys, it's very hard to get your husband to take orders from you. Very hard. You know, and, and a lot of marriages split up. If you see, they, they start off with business partners, become massively successful, and then egos get involved. This is, you know, I, they've made a lot of money and they can't last. They don't work anymore because, you know, they don't want to be treated the same way or they don't listen the same way or they want to take over and the man wants to feel like the man. And men have been de demasculated by women because of the fact, the fact is that we can do so much more than them. Our brain works in a completely fucking different way. You can't leave a man at home with three children every day and tell him to run a multi-million pound business. I mean, it would be, the kids would be on the street begging. There'd be no food on the table. I mean, like, they, they couldn't get to the grocery store, make the house nice, run a business and do, do, do the things, drop them at school, pick them up from school, do all the things that we multitask in a day. There is no way. They can barely book the window cleaner. You know, it is just that is just the world. I don't know if our brains work differently. Well, I presume they do, actually. I have actually. There is a lot of books about it. I should read one. Well, there you go. I just haven't had the time or the inclination, I suppose, to sit down. I'm somebody that as soon as I sit down, I want to either look at Instagram, which is terrible. So I'm trying to like, I'm going to put that alarm thing on and like, like limit myself. And or put on TV because I feel like TV makes me zone the fuck out. Why am I zoning out? Like, I want to better myself now. I'm at that stage where I really want to make myself a better human. Like, for me, for my kids, for like, you know, Sergio, for everybody. Like, I want to learn. I was actually thinking to go and do a summer course at Harvard. My girlfriend just did it, and I was like, oh, I should go back to school. Like, all my friends came to me for advice, all of them, before. You know, now I feel like I'm getting a little rusty. That's why I love talking to you guys so much, because you guys remind me that actually I speak a lot of sense. I don't even hear myself, but I speak a lot of sense, so I know it. It's just about tuning into it. So that I think when I'm on one-on-one -on -one with you guys and we're doing these like chit-chats, actually, few of you have signed up already, which is so lovely. I mean, there was a couple that just weren't suitable, but, you know, I'm, I'm reading them and I'd rather have less or more clients than more clients, really, because, as I said, I want to do it properly. I'm not, a, I'm not looking to have hundreds on my roster I'm really not and so I'm really excited about the first ones but the thing is I feel like if I read the story and I know I can help you then I'm going to right otherwise I'm not taking the job it's like anything I, mean, I can't sell on Instagram what I don't love you know and all the things that I take on are things that I'm generally genuinely interested in I just started talking about crypto again you know and it, uh, for me it was this very dodgy place to be to sit 
But, you know, I did make some good money in it and I do want to learn it, you know, and that I do feel like it is coming, like it or not, blockchain, crypto, all of these things are coming and that I need to learn, like I need to be aware of it. And, you know, whether you choose to look at the one I'm doing or other people's, you know, that's up to you. But we all need to, as women, understand it. This shouldn't be a male dominated world. Our finances is something we need to understand. We're scared of it. Like, I'm scared of it. I switch, as soon as someone mentions blockchain, I'm a, like, literally cannot. But now I'm like, okay, you know what? I've sat through a couple of things and I'm like, I'm understanding the decentralization of banks and I'm understanding now why people want to live off the grid or why people don't trust the banks. And if actually, I remember when Goldman Sachs and these terrible things happened when, you know, they went, is it Goldman Sachs and went down? I'm thinking off my top of my head, but it was a massive one anyway that you never thought would go down and people lost so much money and it's like oh my god because obviously we all have our money in banks like i mean where else would it be so you know these things i'm i want to teach myself this stuff because i'm going to get older and you know i don't know what my old age looks like i don't know where i'm going to be i've actually been looking at different things like i love watching those old people that you see book loads of cruises like that is an entrepreneur by the way not because obviously that's not a business, but those people are thinking so far out of the box. Who the fuck wants to be stuck in an old people's home watching people in wheelchairs gibbel? Like, and if you've got any wits about you left, awful. Of course you're going to die early. Get on a boat and travel the world for less money and meet new people every week. Wonderful. Those people will pick you up and make, keep you alive. That is an entrepreneur's mentality whoever those old people are are not ready to conform they're not ready to give up and that's what an entrepreneur is right in my book i don't know like some of you may have different de definitions but in my book that is the sign of an amazing entrepreneur i'm sure i would love to get their stories back in the day because i feel like if you think like that you must have been very successful in your lifetime very successful, you know, and, and I'm, you know, money, by the way, doesn't always mark success. You know, I don't know why we, we measure everything by how much money we have in the bank, because I feel like success comes in waves and different things. Success is the whole life that you've built. I measure mine on my peace, my children's peace, my, like, where I am as a whole, not my bank balance. Like, obviously the bank balance is great. And like, we all want a good bank balance, but that's not my success. That's my success is holding my family and like the life I have with Sergio now. And this, the, the way I think my divorce is now being had, my, you know, my relationship before that's my success. That's my wealth, my health, all of it. And that's why I'm prioritizing my health now as well, because I realize that I'm the linchpin for all of them. You know, I'm a linchpin for everybody in my life. I'm the one everybody looks to. And, you know, so I'm always going to reinvent myself. Like, I'm always going to have another business venture. And, you know, when Bust the Label is the beginning of the brand, it's not the end of the brand. Bust the Label is just to tell you, you know, we're here to bust out of labels that we're given. Society gives us a label and we're here to bust out of it. Like, I don't want to sit in a box, you know, because I mean, technically I'm, I, I, I'm an old, you know, who are Henry from England and I should be in a country pile right now, married to an accountant or a lawyer or a, I don't know, someone that went to Eton anyway. And, you know, spending some of mummy's money and then, you know, I don't know, like the old fashioned things where, you know, wearing Marks and Spencers. And look at me, I'm in Dubai in my, you know, townhouse in the most glamorous city in the world with my ridiculously LA sort of crazy styled house that you can definitely see screams me and I'm the happiest I've ever been you know I go home to the countryside and I'm like that's not where I want to be and I'm building my new brand right but every business I've ever had has prepared I've always done sales so, so as a little girl I've always done sales and sales is something I love selling to people. I love it because I do. I believe my own hype. I'm not selling something I don't want or I'm not eating or I'm not doing. These are all things that I wanted. I remember when I was selling bikinis 
back in the day, I think it was 17 or whatever, just, you know, I sold them to all my friends. And my one girlfriend used to support me the whole time. So I loved, loved, it was always been in my blood. So I can't wait to get to this new business and this new part of my life because that's the entrepreneur in me. You know, it's not because I'm grasping at straws. It's because, you know, it's a natural progression. I came here. I thought, what could I do? What would be the business? What's a business that I can do that just requires me because I don't really want to deal with that many people anymore? Here I am. I'm on a podcast in Dubai talking to millions of you. Millions of you. I've got all your attention. So, you know, there's a business I hadn't thought about. And you guys have so much power to, to do that. Now, Bust the Label, as I said, is, is about to launch. You know, I'm sitting at home and you ask me every day what I do to stay good looking good or how do I keep myself young? And I was like, well, if you're asking me and I'm sending you everywhere, somewhere else every week, why didn't I make my own? And that's exactly where I am again. You know, and all of you ask for my advice. And that's how a good business starts, right? So these are the reasons that I've started these businesses because of all of you. Because these are actual questions that every bloody day when I put those little boxes up on Instagram that you ask me and I'm like, that's it. Anyway, you know, it's never going to be easy to be a female entrepreneur. You're never going to feel comfortable. Okay. You're never going to feel like it's the right time. It's like having a baby. It's never the right time. But somehow once you get going, it just, it's a good time. And, you know, we all have to have a business. We all have to have independence. And we all have to look after ourselves. Just remember that, ladies, you know, and that, that goes for all of you. And I think the sooner we learn that in today's world, we'll take the pressure off the men and, you know, and we will share the responsibility, which is life today. So thank you for listening to another episode of Uncut and Uncensored with Caroline Stanbury. Thank you for listening. You can catch my new episode of my podcast every Wednesday. Please don't forget to follow so you don't miss any of the action. I want to hear from you, so leave me a rating and a review. Follow us on social for all the behind-scenes action and more information at Uncut and Uncensored by Caroline. See you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.